0: From Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter.
1: What it do, we are live from high atop Mount Moriah. Down the hall from non-stop hip-hop. On this game 7 seven. Saturday in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito.
2: Can I introduce you? You're
1: gonna introduce. Hey, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> uh-huh. so on the other side, last week, we got Johnny Radio. You just heard his voice, and and uh, CJ Hurt, Marcus Hunter will join me a little bit later on, Mr. Jackson. Mississippi will also be joined. The big thing on today's show coming up at noon. It's our annual tradition. Have a Rick Trotter say whatever you like. The PA announcer of the Memphis Grizzlies will be in studio at noon to help us celebrate this Game 7 Saturday. Once a year, he comes in here, and you can call in, you can text in, you can tweet in your request for Rick Trotter to say whatever you like. He's got one of the uh, best voices uh, on the planet and uh, over the years, we've had him say many different things. He'll be here today to do it again. Once a year, it's your only opportunity. If there's ever anything you want Rick Trotter to say, you can call in and request that today at high noon. But we are uh, going to kick things off today because we just had some Zebos not playing, right? Zebo's not playing today. That news broke. On- what? Yeah, that news broke on the radio yesterday um, afternoon. There's no Zebo. There might not be Mike Conley. Grizzlies fans are worried. So.
2: I'm stuck in a dream,
1: man. Yeah, it, it's not a dream. It is a nightmare for Grizzlies fans. But so, b- because of that, we were like, I was like, man, we've got to get, we got to get some positive vibes going, right? We got to get people thinking uh, that everything is going to be okay. So we're gonna to start today's show with the coach from the Oscar-winning documentary, Undefeated. He's the former volunteer coach at Manassas High School, and he is a sought-after motivational speaker. He's our friend, Bill Courtney. He joins us now. What's up, Coach?
0: Kevin, how are you, brother?
1: What's up? Good morning. Uh, thanks for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: I know you're you're out on uh, uh, a big media blitz tour right now. Uh, we've got BillCourtneyLive.com. Uh, you go to that website and see, see all the stuff. But you've got success on the gridiron in the game of life uh, that live event, that web event on May 14th at 1 o'clock with Pete Carroll?
0: Yeah, Coach Carroll and I met oh uh, about a year and a half ago at a at a Nike event in Los Angeles where I, I did some speaking with him and uh, he was nice enough to invite me to Atlanta to the NFC Conference Championship game last year and We've just got to be friends, and I just finished my book, Against the Grain, that'll be out May 13th, and he was kind enough to help support a uh, little publicity on it, and we put together this live event on May 14th, where we'll discuss a few of the tenants in the book for the first 20 minutes of the webcast, and then people from all over the world can email and tweet and ask questions of us, and we'll answer uh, answer folks' questions about... Coaching techniques and styles, and how those styles translate into society and business and politics, and um, just kind of have a have an interesting chat for about an hour. And it's a it's a you know rare moment where anybody can talk to the Super Bowl winning coach and me, and kind of talk about different things. It'll be uh, be a neat event. I'm humbled that he's he's hosting uh, hosting me there at the Seah- Seahawks facility.
1: Oh, so you will be you'll be live at the Seahawks facility for this uh live event. It's a very unique. This isn't uh it seems like this is an, a, a new way of doing things, and you go to the website billcourtney live.com and there's like a countdown clock going on. We're eleven days, two hours and fifty two minutes away now uh from this big event. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it 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 sounds pretty awesome. And Pete Carroll of all like your buddies with him now. Where were what were you doing on Super Bowl Sunday this year?
0: Well, I was actually <laughs> I was in New York doing press friday and saturday and on sunday i flew back to memphis and watched it with my family and yeah i could have gone but um i really just wanted to kind of hang out watch it with my kids
1: so do you text pete carroll congratulations after the game
0: Um, yeah all that sure i mean look there's layers of people around guys like coach carroll and mm -hmm. um i've just been fortunate to become friends with his his group of people that kind of support him and him and yeah I mean it's he look he's he's a normal guy he's an average day guy you haven't seen him all over i mean since winning the super Bowl, you haven't seen him all over the national press and all because he's just not that kind- he's not a hound i mean he's just not that's not him that's not who he is. He likes coaching football and building relationship with his players and doing his job and and competing and winning and he he doesn't need to be justified by all the the hype. Um, he's just a good dude, and you know this is one of the few public appearances he's making since winning the Super Bowl, and it's because he's a good dude, and he likes me, and he likes my message, and wants help supported. He, that's just the kind of guy he is. He's just a great guy. All right,
1: Coach Bill's joining us, of uh, course, from the from the film Undefeated, Manassas High School. Uh, okay, um, so Pete Carroll's one of your buddies, and the USC job opens, and he doesn't recommend you for the job. <laughs>
0: Probably mainly because I would be woefully inadequate in that position, and he knew that, and it would be terrible for USC and me, I guess. That that would be my guess as to why. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I think USC's t- done what they need to do.
1: We, so the, the two big days uh, coming up for you is May 13th and May 14th. We've got the 14th is the chat, but the 13th, your book is out. You can pre-order it now on Amazon.com. Against the Grain. Um, did you? How how would this process go down? You're writing this book. Obviously, I guess they approached you right after the Oscars. Uh, to do this. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I was approached a bunch, and I didn't want to write some biography, and I didn't want to write a football book. Um, you know, I also own a business that does 40 million a year in sales and has 120 employees and you know the the success in football and I've got four children and I'm married to the same woman for 22 years and the the success in football and the success in family and the success in, in business all stem from the same fundamentals and they, they translate all walks of life and all walks of all people's lives and I wanted to write a book about that and this particular publisher said yeah I'm, I, I'll write that book and so Spent about a year and a half writing it and um it's getting a lot of traction nationally right now. Phil Jackson wrote the Ford for me, which is very gracious of him. And um it's uh I'm, on the twelfth I'll I'll be in New York doing a bunch of the national media stuff and the thirteenth the same and then the fourteenth I go to Seattle do the thing with coach and then uh throughout the month there'll be Glenn Beck and some other appearances, and then uh, I'll be back in Memphis on the 31st for the very first signing. They want to do the signings in LA and New York, and I said no, we're going to do it Memphis. So May 31st, we'll do the first book signing, and then there'll be some more stuff going on in June. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, that's
1: awesome! So the first book signing is May 31st, it in Memphis. Um, okay, so I know you're 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 a big uh, Grizzlies fan. You are at the game. I the am other... a
3: huge
0: Grizzlies fan.
1: you were at the game the other night. Uh, yeah. That was pretty uh, pretty bad game to be at. Uh, yeah, it, it was terrible. It wasn't that great, but um, it wasn't
0: that great. No, Kevin, it wasn't that
1: great. <laughs> yeah, the, the but the, the the conversation this whole season of for back and forth for a lot of it was uh, uh, about the coach, about the coach. You you are a coach, so I was just ask you about this. And and of course, Dave Yeager took over for for Lionel Hollins. Sure. Uh, uh, how did you? What were your thoughts on, on how all of that went down, and how uh, Jaeger responded, and how the team is today?
0: Well, I mean, it, honestly, it, it, when I heard you know they're not going to renew Coach Holland's contract, I was you know a little taken aback. I mean, he 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 did what I think most of us thought to be was a was an admirable job. And you know, when Pal Gasol was here and that group, the knock on the Grizzlies were, they were soft and and translate that five six seven years later and now we're the grit and grind and we're the you know we're the tough team and i i think a lot of that defensive mentality and that grit came from uh coach holland's uh tenure and it it became an identity and it became a winning identity for for our guys and then we we make it to the western conference finals and then we don't renew his contract and i think everybody was taken aback by that a little bit and you know a new ownership group and Everybody kind of sitting back, wondering how that's going to work out. But in fairness, you know, all the injuries we had earlier in the season and, and our slow start um, with a new coach, and and to end up where we ended up at the end of the season and playing like we did after the All Star break, I, you know, I think you got to give the guy some credit. I, I think he's a winner. I think he's I think he's got the guys. Um, attention, and they're playing hard form, and and we didn't lose our style of play, uh, and we came a little better offensively. I think the front office made some nice moves on the player personnel side um, that made us better. Um, so all in all, I think we need to be be proud of our organization and, and where they are right now, despite what you think about how things happened. It's look, they're pros, and this is a business, and and they're going to do the things they need to do to make their brand that they think they can do to make their brand that grizzlies brand the best it can possibly be nobody's trying to make decisions for failure and change is inevitable when ownership changes and these are just some of the changes but i I, as a grizzlies fan as just a casual grizzlies fan just a memphis grizzlies fan like everybody else i'm really proud of our organization where our team is uh considering um you know what we had to overcome earlier in the season.
1: All right, Coach uh, Bill Courtney is joining us. His new book comes out on on May the thirteenth. All right, uh, okay, Coach. Well. Uh, it, where the Grizzlies are today is kind of in a bad spot. It's a worse spot than when you bought your ticket and walked through the forum doors the other night for Game 6. The city was excited. There was positive vibes going around with the franchise. But then ever since the Royal Family came to town, everything's gone kaput. The Grizzlies lose by like 20 points. Mike Conley gets hurt. Zeebo Nell suspended. Oh, uh, What what would you say to one of your players if they uh, did what Zebo did, which was just punch somebody in the middle of a game?
0: You know, I I swear to you, and I'm not, I I promise you, I looked at the guy that I was sitting next to, and I said, These goofballs and striped shirts, if they don't start making a couple of calls, it's how these games end up getting out of control. It was getting chippy. And I I remember specifically a shot Mike Conley took from the corner, uh, a three point shot where he pumped fake. He he got his defender there and I think it was Durant. And then he jumped up and flung a ball up there and got hit on the hip. And, And in the BA, you get that call. He drew that foul. No whistle and then there was another another couple of times where we would a, a slight hand slap or we got called and our guys were feeling like they couldn't get a call for anything and the entire the entire FedEx forum was feeling the same way and it felt like if we don't start getting some calls, and we don't start getting this thing to be less chippy, something stupid's going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Zebo was extremely frustrated, and the guy was leaning on him, and that dude that he that he pushed off on is kind of known to be an irritant in the league, and it's almost like his job, like it was Bill Lambeer's job back with the Pistons days. And, and Zebo reacted and you know he regrets it. I mean, he's let his team down. He's he's our leader and he's not going to be on the court because he got he, he got let the, let his emotions get the better of him and I'm sure he hates it. Um but that one instance doesn't sum up Zebo and it doesn't sum up our franchise and that that one that one player in this one game doesn't mean that we can't win. I mean, we're kind of hypocritical if we wave a bunch of bunch of towels around saying we believe and we're grit and grind and the minute we we get a little adversity we lay down on that. I mean our brand is grit and grind our brand is we believe and and in in a small way I think that team and that mantra kind of symbolizes our whole city. We're kind of a grit and grind city and we're kind of an, an afterthought city and many times we're overlooked and I'm sure people are overlooking the Grizzlies team tonight and you know screw that let's go out and play as hard as we can play we've got professionals on our team that are going to give it everything they got and we got to believe in them we got to pull for them and there's nothing says we can't win and i do believe in those guys and i do believe in that organization and um you know we are who we are as memphians and that team represents us and so we just got to have a few few new guys step up grind a little harder and we got to believe in them and you know maybe we win this thing
1: all right, Coach Bill already going into his his uh, motivational speech because that's one thing I wanted you to, to do. <laughs>
0: it's well, not even a motivational speech. I, that's the way I feel. For real. I mean, <laughs> no, that's that's not some corny, cheesy motivational no, no, thing that, out of the back of a soapbox. I believe it. I really do.
1: That's why you're so good. That's why you're so good. Uh, w- and one of the reasons we we invited you on today, in particular, to come on the show is is to get these Grizzlies fans who are not believing, who know that we got we got Game Seven tonight in Oklahoma City. You're not Zebo's not going to play. Mike Conley may not play. What do you say to those Grizzlies fans who are who are on the verge of stop being uh, believing in this team?
0: Is that these guys on this team that are gonna play uh have perfected their craft all their life and and it's a it's an it's a great opportunity for someone else to step up and show what they can do. And it's a great opportunity for the Grizzlies organization and Memphis to show we're bigger than one player we're bigger than one instant and despite maybe some 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 tough calls we got the other night, despite the fact that we were three two and had a chance to close it out, you know we still it's a great opportunity we have an opportunity tonight to go do it, and we just got to believe in our guys um and you know one of the old mantras is. You know, character is not how you handle your successes. It's how you handle your setbacks. So we're looking a setback in the face and we can wilt and be a bunch of weenies about it, cry about it, or we can step up, understand this is a real opportunity for us to, to take adversity right in the mouth and, and persevere despite it. And, you know, if, if we really are grit and grind, and that's really our team's mantra and that's really our city's mantra, and we really do believe now's when we got to lean on that. So here's our opportunity, and I do believe in those guys. I think we'll win the game.
1: All right, coach. I I, I believe now. I believe for sure. Uh, <laughs> that, that that was great, uh, coach uh, Bill Courtney. Of course, if you haven't watched Undefeated, you can watch that on 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 Netflix. You can buy it on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, if you're a Memphian and you've not watched Undefeated, uh, there's something wrong. You got you got to check out that movie. But uh Coach Bill's new book is coming out on May 13th called Against the Grain: A Coach's Wisdom on Character, Faith, Family, and Love. Did you pick the title for this?
0: I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote the book, I wrote the title. And again, it's it's not a football book and it's not a biography. It's 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 a book about 14 tenets that if you hold true and dear in your life in all aspects of your life and family, social, business, if you hold those tenets in your life and use them in your life you got a pretty good chance of being fulfilled and fulfilling the life of those around you and it's uh... the basic theme is we can be a forward-thinking progressive open-minded inclusive society without abandoning the principles that got us here in the first place and it's kind of an exploration of that and and an attempt to maybe get us starting a conversation about uh... about how we progress and continue to go forward as society but not abandon who we are as a people, um, and I, I, I think you'll. It's a challenging book. Uh, there's faith in it. There's politics in it. There's religion in it. There's business in it, and there's a lot of illustrations of some amazing people in this country who have adhered to those tenets, gone forward without abandoning those tenets, and uh, I, I hope it's a. I hope it's a challenging book and uh, and a book that maybe inspires some thought when you read it, um, and I hope you'll get it. And it's got. A very Memphis flair to it as well.
1: Right, I can't wait to pick up a copy and also check out the event on May fourteenth. It's the live web event with Pete uh, Carroll at live dot com. Go there for more information. Follow Bill on Twitter at I am Coach Bill on Twitter. So, Coach, always a pleasure to catch up with you,
0: Kevin. Great, thanks for calling and, and keep in touch and um, let's let's advance the second round, night. Go Grizz. All
1: right, thanks, Coach. All right, brother. Coach Bill Courtney uh, from undefeated. I mean it. Like if you I have, like Bill, have
2: you flat out just like
0: I Bill.
1: believe now? Right, Johnny? Do you believe now?
2: Have I mean, I it? believed for just a minute right after that speech, and then I and looked then you, at the totality of everything. And then you, so you've, you're back. I'm believing. Like, well, I mean, you're childlike. You know, Santa <laughs> Claus
1: is still real. I know. Hey, Coach Coach Bill, he, he's he got me pumped up. Because we were on the air yesterday. If, if y'all don't know, Johnny and I uh, filled in for Fish and Stats yesterday, hanging out with uh, David Basham yesterday afternoon. And that when that news broke, it was just a punch in the gut. It was the, it was the horrible news. And we were react, reacting to it live on air. And now that has had some time to sink in uh, for me. And has it sunk in for you, Johnny, right? Yeah, it's sunk in. It was, uh... But is it negative for you? I mean, I, I still like off – to me, I have more anger than I did yesterday because just watching that video, like if you, if Zebo, if you just think about it, if Zebo punched that white dude in the face, Steve would Adams. not have just kept walking. It wasn't a punch. If Zebo punches you, you don't just like keep walking and nobody notices. You notice if that happens. So I'm oh, kinda, absolutely. I'm I, As the night went on, I got angrier and angrier as far as the NBA's decision. Uh, on how to handle that, because and then you have national media people like Chris Broussard, uh, Jeff Van Gundy uh, speaking out for the Grizzlies yesterday. You have our friend of the show, uh, Congressman Steve Cohen, uh, getting outraged on Twitter. This this um, zebo suspension at the time. I mean, you look at it, and you, at the end of the day, you say, "All right, this dude punched another dude. You got to get suspended, right?" But like. I don't know, can you really like go, go back and say he punched him and nobody saw
2: it happen? Like, he didn't, if Zebo punches you... Look, that was a punch that absolutely nobody knew. The game was played on Thursday, 5 o'clock on Friday the, is when the decision came and down. You
1: add that, you add the fact that, it. to me, it's a little suspicious on, like, it's... The guy's not really getting punched, but you you add that plus the idea that they don't tell the Grizzlies franchise until yesterday at five o'clock they don't tell them like immediately like we are investigating this, and uh, so you guys need to you know make if Zebo might get suspended, make your preparations in the event that that happens. They had practice yesterday thinking that Zebo was going to be playing in the game, and so now uh the the Grizzlies are not as prepared as they could be for a game without Zach Randolph uh tonight in game seven.
3: It was, it was a punch push. Like Zach
2: wanted to punch him and then realized about 75% of the way, like, oh no, I can't punch him. Let me do something else, but it was too late. It's almost like a check swing in baseball. Like I see it, I'm a swing, no, it's a ball, but it's too late. You t- carry the bat all the way forward. He carried his fist all the way through. It's a punch.
1: All right. All right. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, you can uh, tweet us at Memphis Sport. You can tweet me at Cerrito, Johnny Radios, at Johnny Square Radio, and CJ Hurd is at uh, Con Radicalness on Twitter. We're also on Instagram at Kevin Cerrito, uh, is my account there. You can uh, find us on Facebook. And you can text us as well. 67129 is the text line here. 67129 is the text line. Use all of those ways to contact us to send in your requests now. Because we've got Have Rick Trotter Say Whatever You Like coming up at noon. So if you have a request for that, you can either call in at noon with those requests. Or you can text or tweet us your request. And we'll try to get Rick Trotter to say those as we play Have Rick Trotter Say Whatever You Like today at high noon. But uh, we're going to take a quick timeout. Continue to talk about the Grizzlies. It is Game 7 Saturday. The biggest Saturday uh, in NBA first-round in, in NBA first round history. This is definitely the biggest Saturday. We can definitely give it that, right? Biggest first in the first-round history. You have three game sevens today.
2: Three first, game sevens on one Saturday.
1: First time ever. Three game sevens, zero Zach Randolph. Is your
2: head going to explode? We'll talk more about that when we come back. You're listening
1: to MSL on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56, and 87.7 FM.
0: Rebels, Bulls, Bulldogs, Tigers. It's always college football season here. We are Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming, up and running down, Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter.
2: G.K.
1: was on the radio. WHBQ. Welcome back to MSL on Sports 56, 87.7 FM. WHBQ. Speaking of Summer Avenue, I I don't know where Harden is, but I'm pretty sure next week we're taking the show on the road for the first time Um, in, in history. The show's going on the road next week. We will be at the AutoZone on Summer Avenue next Saturday. What? Yeah, we're going on the road uh, next week. I'll confirm confirm this with with John Harden, but that's my understanding. Cause next week, um, MSL live and in person, you can come see us. I got to come up with some good uh, ridiculous costumes for y'all to wear. Why?
3: Why are we wearing <laughs> costumes?
1: Just you and Johnny, not me. Oh, so we're wearing costumes, but
2: you're just gonna show. I guess you dress in a costume every day.
1: Oh, yeah, Burn. They, they look like John Mayer, but. <laughs> I t- I'll get we'll get we'll tell you for sure. But next week, I'm pretty sure we're on the road on Summer Avenue, right, Johnny?
2: Oh, that's next week, right? That's next Saturday. Oh, MSO. Hold on, on the one road. second.
1: I'm gonna find out and give you some good info. All right, we'll get all the details about that. But that's next Saturday. I'm so glad you reminded the me. The AutoZone on Summer Avenue. So we should do the Summer Avenue rejoin the whole show. I guess. Uh, the If you ever missed a portion of MSI Remember you can catch the podcast MemphisSport.com We just had uh, Coach Courtney on the show We had Jerry the King Lawler on the show uh, Last week Some good stuff uh, He was talking about the retirement of David Letterman um, Mama's family He's talking about, of course, his appearances at the Grizzlies games. Great stuff from the King. So if you want to catch that, you can catch that at Memphisport.com. But subscribe for us for free on iTunes. And uh, speaking of iTunes and podcasts, you can also listen to the I Love a Memphis podcast. new one of those just dropped this week. The I Love Memphis podcast uh, this month featuring Holly Ford from Memphis and May.
2: Of course, Beale Street Music Fest going on right now.
1: Harden, how was night one of Music Fest?
2: By the way, thank you very much for the tickets. I appreciate that, Kevin. I also appreciate the wonderful golf tournament, and I had an absolute (laughs) blast at the golf tournament. And last night... The the Links and
1: Laces golf tournament last weekend, yeah.
2: I had another unbelievable so-far weekend, because last night was great. The bands were beautiful. The weather was unbelievable. And I met the most beautiful young lady... <laughs> who who
1: did you see? Who did you see at
2: music fest last night? Artist wise, do you remember? Uh, I saw Three Eleven, a Little Snoop, um, Snoop, whatever band that was playing. I saw pretty much everyone, but I was just going from one band to the other, dancing around, drinking, having a great time. I mean, it's, I just had a blast. Yeah,
1: like this is the best weather of all time. My car's
2: still downtown.
1: <laughs> That's how much fun you. Had. That's the, how much fun I but had. Unbelievable weather on the river. This is. I I'm not as excited about this year's lineup as um, I usually would be. However, the weather, I think. It it does not get better than this. So to me, it adds a whole like new element. Because you just go down, hang out by the river, and listen to music is pretty cool. But the uh, Memphis in May, uh, I Love Memphis podcast is up. It's the I Love Memphis in May podcast this month. Go to I Love com or search for I Love Memphis podcast on iTunes. But I host that every month with Holly Whitfield. The new one just dropped on May 1st, so you'll want to check that out. Special shout-out to our friends over at Smoothie King. Be good to yourself. Memphis has four area Smoothie King locations and they stopped by here this morning for some the dropping off. uh, We've got Blueberry Yogurt Delight is the name of the smoothie we've got. I've never had this one before. Blueberry Yogurt Delight and I gotta say it's unbelievable.
2: Everyone I'm Every single smoothie that I've gotten so far is unbelievable <laughs> I
1: mean, I've never tried the blueberry one I, I like
2: blueberry, now I'm going to have to get the blueberries I love this one, and by the way, I just have to say something about Smoothie King Special shout out to you, because I don't know if, I know that you do this to help people with their body and health And, you know, help people get their life going in the right direction But for those who, every once in a while, abuse their liver Get hung over, maybe on a Saturday morning Talk about a cure the smoothie's curing you right now. I, I'm feeling great. I'm ready to go again. <laughs> smoothie King, be good to yourself.
1: Uh, great smoothies. We'll get um, tweet out tweet out a picture of this smoothie. But they also brought us those veggie smoothies a couple weeks ago. And I'm telling you, still we, my favorite. Johnny likes the the veggie ones better than the regular ones. And I was I've never been more impressed when they said they were bringing the veggie ones. I was hesitant. You I you were very hesitant. I was like, well, they're going to bring them. And if we you know if we don't like them, you know we won't like them. But they were unbelievable. It was apple kiwi kale.
2: Unbelievable. Smooth. So, well, I want to try some more of those veggie ones. But shout it out There was to a great cake. article um, in this uh, Wednesday's commercial appeal about kale and spinach and all that good stuff that you put in your body. If you read that, you're going to want to put that stuff in your body. But then when you taste it, you're going to be like, damn, that really is good.
1: Okay, if you missed it, yesterday, uh, Johnny Radio, myself, we were hosting Fish and Stats. On uh, Sports 56. And uh, so we, we had Kevin Leip on yesterday. And he came on, talked about the Grizzlies. This was right before the zebo News broke. Kevin life of course, this is usually his time slot to come on MSL. He comes on at 1130 every week. He will not be on today. Uh, and it's not because he was on the show with us yesterday. It's because we are suspending him for punching CJ below the waist uh, yesterday evening. Okay, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait.
1: Yeah, he shoved him and punched him. We had video, and according to the MSL bylaws, if, if if a guest or a producer punches another guest or producer, they will be suspended. So Kevin Leip is suspended today.
2: I'm glad that I sent that video in to you for further review because you didn't notice it when it happened.
1: I did not notice it. I would have laughed a lot. But, so Leip is suspended, but... Uh, I know sp- how
2: to get off next, <laughs> in a couple weeks.
1: <laughs> no, you want to get off, so you can be punching CJ below the waist to get off. Oh, holy mackerel! But uh, right now we're gonna be joined by my my regular uh, co-host, Mister Selfie, Mister Jackson, Mississippi, Mister Unreliable, Marcus Hunter. What's up, Marcus?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mister, you know, call me Mister Unreliable. The one thing that will do it will motivate me to become the best host in the history of radio show hosts, because that's the only thing that call it the one that can do, right? Elevate their game,
1: right? Right. Yeah, that's true. That's what happens after it. Um, I haven't seen the newspaper today. Have we seen, do, does anybody seen the commercial appeal today? Johnny, did you bring in a commercial appeal? I want to know what yes, the headline is. is. What's the headline on the sports page today? This has been, I mean, this is a, if there's ever a time to track what the headlines are. It to, has to be doom and gloom. Doom and Gloom. There were some. There were some good ideas. Uh, Mister Unplayable was the best idea. I saw as a headline (laughs) Um, from yesterday. I I tweeted that one. Uh, Who who tweeted that? Somebody tweeted that yesterday. Uh, uh, My buddy from uh, Channel Five over there uh, tweeted that. Yeah, Nick Nick Kennedy. uh, Nick Kennedy from uh, Channel Five tweeted that out. That was a good idea. As a a headline.
3: I'm so disappointed in Zach Randolph. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, if if you're going to punch somebody, punch somebody that's relevant. Don't punch some dude just because you can't score on him because he's like bigger
1: than you. Marcus, this this is unbelievable. What uh, this dude does, Stephen Adams, right? He has got this is this come. We don't know this stuff until like now that he has done this on such a high profile stage, it gets out. But Vince Carter, Jordan Hamilton, Larry Sanders, Nate Robinson, and now Zach Randolph had all been ejected, fined, or suspended this season because of Stephen Adams.
3: Listen, that's, that's what, what this he guy is. does. That's- that's what he does. I mean you know, I mean I mean, you know, back in the eighties in, in the early nineties, you know, they had these specialist guys that would go out there on the court and would start a fight and would try to get your best player to fight them. Um and, and Steven Adams was able to do that with Zach Randolph and with several other NBA players and I mean he accomplished his goals. The problem for Steven Adams now is he probably won't even play in game seven. They won't even need him now because Zach Randolph's not gonna be in the game. So he's still, so now he's gonna lose playing time. But you know, he but what he did Worked out for the team's benefit because got him rid of the Grizzlies best offensive player.
1: Right. Um, Just I was uh, when when the news broke, it was I just thought gloom and doom, right? But we we had we had uh, Coach Bill on the show to kick off the show today because I was like, we've got to motivate uh, the fan base. We still got to believe, just if it's only for one more day. Uh, Hey, 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 hey! hey,
3: hey. Mike Conley is injured as well. (laughs) I I, I just want to remind you of that fact.
1: He is hurt. Go ahead, but go ahead, go ahead, Coach Bill. I mean, Coach Bill, he he uh, got me fired up and he got me believing. You can listen to the podcast later if you if you missed it. But uh, I I believe now. I think it's it can crazier things have happened this season. They've always done it the hard way, um, and they've waited to the. My, this was my argument before the injury. So I mean, you put this stuff aside, but they always waited the last minute to do stuff this season and. There's no more no more last-minute in sports, especially in the NBA, than in Game 7. So, unfortunately, Zebo won't be there. But who knows? Scott Brooks is not that great of a coach. Is he going to know how to react and how to prepare for a Grizzlies team without Zach Randolph? I don't know. I mean, we are going to have
3: to play a different kind of offense. So it may be a little – it may be tougher. Uh, you know, Marcus Song's is going to have to step up. Step up. Um, Ed Davis is going to have to step up and play well. I mean, Coach Dekufus, uh he's the guy that you brought in uh, to – you know, for moments like to give you some great minutes off the bench, and if he has to start, give you some good minutes there. So, I mean, it's going to be a different kind of offense for this Grizzlies team. Um, you know, but but the key is going to be Tony Allen has to start. Tony Allen has to start off on, on, on Kevin Durant. You can't let Kevin Durant get going. Period. You just can't let that happen.
1: I don't know. I have been, uh, and I I. At first, I was back and forth. I didn't really, I didn't know where I stood on the Tony Allen start issue, Marcus. But I do think now that he has to. I think him coming off the bench has worked out so well because I think the best Tony Allen, arguably that we've ever seen in a Memphis Grizzly uniform, has been the Tony Allen that has been back since he came back from injury. Like coming off the bench, he has been his best. Like he is. Been, I mean, he's always been great and one of the best defenders in the NBA. But he has just been awesome coming off the bench, bringing that that Tony Allen energy off the bench, uh, combined with his defense. I think
2: Tony coming off the bench is better
1: than Tony starting.
3: Yes, it is. Except
2: but for ten minutes on the bench on the is, is too run. long. Like
3: exactly. in the first quarter
2: Thursday night,
3: game seven of the of game seven of the first round of the playoffs, Tony Allen needs to be in there. If he doesn't start, he needs to be in there after the first. Out, he needs to get in the game quickly to stop Kevin Durant because once Kevin Durant gets going, he's not going to stop. He just he just won't. And so, and Tony Allen, for some reason, he's able to defend that guy. And Kevin Durant's the one dude on that on that Thunder team that can beat you because Russell Westbrook has shown he can't beat you by himself. But when Westbrook and Durant has it going together at the same time, then that team is almost unbeatable. Yeah, uh,
1: it's. And I, I just hate this, because it's supposed to be a Game 7 day. The third one in, the, in franchise history, we're supposed to be getting stoked for a Game 7 right now. Not worried that Zebo's not playing, or that Conley is hurt, and and now that the rumors are out uh, today, this is coming from Fish, our, our buddy Fish, sideline reporter, host of Fish and Stats. Um, Best
2: sideline reporter in the NBA.
1: That Oh, Absolutely. That uh, This is what he said This is what he tweeted One minute ago From Shootaround Tony Allen did not participate For the Grizzlies In around today Ask if T.A. would play Coach Yeager said Quote unquote Possibly Now all of a sudden T.A. is questionable For tonight
3: What? Have these guys decided To start their off season A little early? Nobody. I'm just hoping This is some
2: ploy Maybe the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder Are going to celebrate In the afternoon Before the game
1: Oh, you do want to think they get like because that might have been an issue the other night going into game six Grizzlies had the momentum and they they had the confidence, but they were maybe too too overconfident uh going into game six maybe maybe this is a ploy this would be a great ploy if it is if they're just getting this leaked out, just like the conspiracy theories that the headline in the Oklahoman was all just to motivate Kevin Durant, maybe this is a conspiracy theory coming from the Grizzlies to uh get the get the thunder to think Tony Allen is not playing.
3: Uh, yeah. Hopefully, something like. That. <laughs> hopefully, it's, it's that. Sense. I mean, because you know, you know, you know, At this point, I mean, at this point, you the Grizzlies. I mean, anything you can think of, because you can't beat this team straight up with a hobbled Mike Conley and no Zach Randolph. You just can't do it. Especially, if, and if Tony Allen's not playing, you have no shot. I'm sorry, you just have no shot of winning a game against. Oklahoma City Thunder, regardless if Kevin Durant or, or Westbrook are, are having good games. If you don't have Zach Randolph or Hobble Mike Conley and no Tony Allen, you might as well just roll out there and let uh, Costa, Cooper, Ed Davis, uh, Beano Udrich start and let those guys get a real good taste from playoff basketball because you have no shot if you don't have those guys. I mean, those guys have been the bread and butter of the team all season long. Tony with his defense, Mike Conley leading the, leading the uh, offense and Zach Randolph being Zach Randolph. I mean, sure you still I mean you're gonna still have Marc Marcus and Marcus is an excellent player, but Marcus Saul can't beat you by himself and they're gonna, you know, do everything to stop Marcus Al if you you know, because he's the only guy that you have to worry about. So whatever whatever you can think of, you know, you know, maybe the Grizzlies need some kind of um some kind of like uh, clippers controversy or something like that, you know, because you know, once you know, they need somebody to get banned from their for for life to get to get these guys motivated to win this game.
1: You're you're just uh, the kryptonite to Bill Courtney's uh, positive uh, vibes that he gave earlier uh, today. Against okay, hold
3: okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. From this point on in the conversation, I'm going to be more positive. Gonna- <laughs> I'll be more positive. Just
1: trying to believe Memphis for a minute. I know what
3: it's
1: supposed to be a good day, right? I mean, you don't. It get- is a good day. You don't. It's there's- a beautiful day weatherwise. Beautiful day. Oh, hey no, it's man!
2: An unbelievable day to go to music fest to watch the Kentucky yeah. Derby. Yeah, what you doing in Jackson, loser? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, actually, I went out downtown Jackson last night and uh, hung out this place called Underground One Nineteen. It's a beautiful day today. I'm gonna go uh, do a little shopping at the uh, outlet mall and then just uh, you are such a woman. <laughs> listen, 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 man. I have, to, I have I'm going to do a little shopping. Uh, I have to anchor five days a week now, so I have to be fly on my outfit every day. I have to come with. That it. That is true. Set. You do have, have to, to shop a lot.
2: Good.
3: Yeah, I have to shop more. So you know, that's so the pressure
2: of being on television. Why don't you hire hey, Mike Conley's? You know, hey, wonderful. Judge, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy some of the. Buy. A, wear a wooden tie a wooden, next week on the news. Wooden hat. And
3: listen, <laughs> hey, listen. The best place to see women are at an outlet mall on a beautiful day, Judge.
2: You know what? Good point.
1: <laughs> That's a good yeah, point. So. But so you're in Jackson, Mississippi, at the Outlet Mall. Uh, going on in Memphis, we've got Music Fest. We've got uh, yeah. another weekend of <laughs> the, the Tennessee Brewery Untapped. We've got Grizzlies watch parties um, all night. We've got um, yeah. the Kentucky Derby going on across the bridge in at, at West Memphis, <laughs> and over here at the Botanic Gardens,
3: not comparable.
1: But you're going to the Outlet Mall. <laughs> <laughs> You miss Memphis? Yet. No, I'm just kidding. Jackson's Jackson's a great place. It's a busy weekend. This is not usually this busy in Memphis as we
3: are today. I do a little bit. I do a little bit. Yeah, i a little bit. I do a lot. I do a lot. I, I miss him a lot. I'm
1: not. I'm not saying that you got to be to be uh, positive. Okay, Marcus. But is it like? Okay, this news about Tony Allen that's just coming across the wire from Fish. Is not good news. If you don't have yeah. Tony Allen play, Mike Conley or Zebo play, I mean, we could all agree they're probably not going to win the ball game. That's just not going to happen. The anytime they played the Thunder when they're undermanned, they've never really had uh, that great of an outing, right? Uh, remember that post Rudy Gay trade, uh, the Champagne Taste game, um, yeah. Grizzlies got blown out of the building. Um, so if they're they're undermanned against against the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's it's. It's, it's not going to be good. But all we know right now for sure is that Zebo's is not playing. And Nikolathis, of course.
3: Yeah. So, two I, guys suspended for two totally different
1: things. Right. Um. Which is unfortunate. But there's been 114 Game 7s in history. 23 of them have been won by the road team. Ooh, there's
2: a chance. So it
1: does happen. There are three Game 7s in the NBA today, which is historic, and then two tomorrow, a five-Game 7 weekend. Uh, so it's good that the Grizzlies at least get to be part of that history. It's good that it's you made it to a game seven, and that's I'm saying I'm trying to be positive. You like this, Morgan?
3: Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> this, this is what's positive about this situation. What's positive is what the NBA has done with the with their last collective bargaining agreement. Uh, it's, it is showing that it worked if you make it so that there's an even playing field, now look how many game sevens you have because you have these one seed teams that are, you know, comparable to these eight seed teams, and two seeds, seven seasons. So you end up with all these game sevens because the teams are equal. And so that's why you have so many game sevens. So I would so, so props to the uh, NBA for their new model seeming to work because you're having more competitive basketball early on in the playoffs. So that's the positive right there, Kevin. At least the Grizzlies can for the foreseeable future be competitive to advance in the playoffs every year because everything's more equal. That's my positive spin on it.
1: Oh, the playoff! This is the best NBA playoffs first round ever, and today's the day that that, that cements that. You know, you've got three three game sevens. Uh, so I guess. Um, we've had Coach Bill on. He got me, you know, some positive thinking going on at the start of the show, and hopefully motivated some some Grizzlies fans to still believe. But then we bring you uh-huh. on and you're being be negative, Nelly. So let um, to try to to reverse that. Here, here's some. If you want some other positive thoughts about the Grizzlies, where else do you go, right, Marcus? There's only one place. Uh huh. Bino Udrich's Twitter page, right? Because yeah. Bino or Bino or however he wants us to pronounce his name, his Twitter, though. Fantastic. He's always a positive thinker. Here's what he said about Zebo last night. He said, uh, he tweeted, uh, quote, terrible news about Zebo, but a time like this is when a team becomes closer than ever. We will play as one and have him for the next game, believe. So they're playing as one. That's what he said last night. And then just a few minutes ago, uh, uh, Bino's already on Twitter on this Game 7 Saturday saying, quote, um, When have we not been the underdog? This is where we are at our best. We know the whole city will be with us tonight. He used double exclamations on that. Hashtag Believe Memphis. Hashtag
2: GNG.
3: Well, you know, that shows uh, the, uh, the mentality coming out of the locker room because right now these guys in the locker room, I mean, they are banding together. They believe that they can win this game without Zach Randolph. And who's to say that they can't? I mean, maybe, maybe like you said, Scott Brooks isn't a great coach. Maybe the fact that Zach Randolph's not going to be in the game is going to throw off what he's able to do coaching-wise, and he's not going to be able to come up with a, a quick new defensive scheme to match what the Grizzlies are doing. And if somebody goes off offensively, I mean, James Johnson, I mean, he had some sparks in the last game. I mean, if he plays well, you, I mean, you never know because he's had some games this year where he's been phenomenal. And David, I mean, the Grizzlies have enough talent on their roster be able to win the game. It's going to be extremely tough, but I like the positive attitude that's coming out of the locker room. I mean, if these guys have this positive attitude and believe that they can go in there and win this game, then that is the first hurdle right there, to believe that they can do it. It's a good thing to hear or you know, to read these tweets and they're positive coming out of the locker room instead of saying oh no, no Zach Randolph, now Tony may not play, what are we going to do? So it's better to hear the positive side than uh, the negative side. So, hey, at least the guys who are playing in the game believe, even if they believe, then the entire city should believe.
1: Um. Well, okay, I think that's, I, I. if we gotta, if, if our new starting point guard believes Ben you know, Oudrich, <laughs> then, <laughs> then hey, everybody you know. else should b- believe as well, right? Uh,
3: and, 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 yeah, and, and listen, plus you have, my, listen, the last time the Grizzlies played a Game 7 in Oklahoma City... You didn't have Mike Miller. You had Shane Battier. And Shane Battier, for as good as he was in that, in, in, in that series up to that point, couldn't make a three to save his life.
1: Oh, well, game. he was better. He, was, um, he No doubt he was better in the uh, the Spurs series than he was
3: in, yeah. the,
2: in that
1: and OKC. And Mike season. Miller
3: has been pretty solid in this series. So if Mike Miller can get going and knock some threes down early, and the Grizzlies can get an early lead and stay in this game. You never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, I honestly have more – I honestly believe more in Mike Miller than I did in Shane Battier.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mike Miller has and uh, with his uh playoff performances in Miami, um were yeah. were stellar. So you know he can do it. And Exactly.
3: And he can have one of those games.
1: Um so more info from Rob Fisher there in Oklahoma City uh the sideline reporter and uh shoe aficionado Rob Fisher at the Fish Nation on Twitter uh he said ask he, he asked uh Jaeger if he was concerned about concerned about Tony Allen's availability and Jaeger crackled like Walter White in crawl space after the money was gone and said yes So um, a breaking bad uh reference there from uh, Fish, very, uh, very interesting. All right, uh, Marcus, I got to let you go because we've got Rick Trotter. He's in the building. We're about to play. Have Rick Trotter say whatever you like. What uh, do you want Rick Trotter to say this year?
3: Uh, I need. I, I would like Rick Trotter to. Um, I need. I need. I need a new. A, a new voicemail from Rick Trotter. <laughs> of course, I knew you that were going to go with that. That is something. Sixteen WAPT News. So if he can do something along those lines, say, Marcus Hunter, your morning news. Yo, do
2: your uh, own bidding on your own time.
3: And then you guys can email me the clip and I can make him <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> My own bidding on my own time. I mean, listen, you asked if I want him to say anything. I mean, come on. I mean, who wouldn't want Rick Trotter to shout them out?
1: No, I know. hey, Rick Trotter has been the voice of my voicemail for years. He, uh, But uh, I think we're going to have to just ban that one from the game. But we're not okay. going to do that one anymore. You have to okay. do that on your own time. Well, I was looking okay. for something new and creative from you, Marcus.
3: Okay, something new and creative from me. Okay, you're putting me on the spot. Had I had a little while to think about this, I probably would have come up with something better. Uh, but uh, maybe Rick Trotter um, can uh, – you know what he can say? He can uh, he can say – and now you're – he should say something about Lionel Holland. About how great of a coach is. Of course.
1: Of course. No. All right. jeez. Stay in Jackson. Never come back. All right, Marcus. Uh, where we, where's the watch party now? Where's the Jackson-Mississippi watch party? You got one scheduled somewhere?
3: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on getting that taken care of. There's this place down here called Bulldog. I'm, I'm working on getting that taken care of, Get a little Grizzlies watch party going on. Yeah. I will say this, though. I was upset because when I went to go watch uh, watch one of the games that was on Fox Sports and NBA TV, I think it was game five, um, I went to the Fox Sports down here, and they had, instead of the Grizzlies basketball game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. I had to watch Baylor's women's softball.
1: Oh, that is not good. <laughs> no, I was very depressed. That, that, that's not good. All right, well, hopefully, I mean, you'll find the game tonight. It's on TNT. But, oh, yeah, uh, I'll
2: definitely find the game tonight.
1: All right, thanks, Marcus. We'll talk to you next week. All
2: right, man. See you.
1: That's Marcus Hunter, Mr. Selfie, Mr. Jackson. Mississippi, Coming up, that is right, coming up, we have got Rick Trotter. He is here. He's going to take your request at high noon. You can get it on the phones now if you want. 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255. We're not playing hang-up and listen this week. We are going to have Rick Trotter here sit right beside me and take your request. I've got a list of some stuff we want Rick Trotter to say. Uh, Johnny Radio's got a couple requests. CJ's got a couple requests. But this is your opportunity to call in and have Rick Trotter say what. Ever you like, uh, you've you've heard of TRL with Carson Daly? This is T R T R L, Total Rick Trotter Request Live. I don't, you know, of course Carson Daly does not host of TRL anymore. I think it's a show, but but a uh, Total Rick Trotter Request Live is in fact a show. We do it once a year at high noon, and Rick Trotter is here. Next. Uh, and uh, this portion though, of MSL is being brought to you by Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. They give us breakfast each and every uh, week. We go pick it up. We get some great, delicious biscuits from them. And uh, you should go check them out. They're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, so if you're going to the game, if you're out late, or just waking up early and want something delicious to eat. They've moved into a bunch of the old CKs. There's one right down the mountain from us at Park in Mount Mariah. There's one on Summer across from East High School. There is the original one on Union Avenue across from Methodist University Hospital and um, the one on Summer Avenue. So there's four E's. Um, uh, locations throughout the city. So go check them out. That's Ease 24 Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. We'll give the first caller um, on Have Rick Trotter Say Whatever You Like. We'll give the first caller $10 to Ease so you can go check it out yourself. That's Ease 24 Hour Cafe. We'll take a break and be back with Rick Trotter. You'll see an MSL on Sports 56 87.7 fm
0: <laughs>